Hello and welcome to episode 99 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast. We are the Screenplay Writers. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 99 of the Screenplay Writers Podcast, the only podcast by, for, and about screenplay writers. I would usually at this time say it's good to be here, but unfortunately, not the best, not the best news, um, not the best, not having the best time here, I would say, at the Screenplay Writers Podcast. Hey, eh, Nathan? No, um... Uh, it's, yeah, that'd be far from the truth. Uh, yeah. Hi, my name's Nathan, by the way. This is Nathan. One, I'm one of the co-hosts. Co-other of co-host. Show. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, things haven't exactly been going well for us. If you've been keeping up with the feed, you might have noticed that the, the numbers are a little wonky for the episodes. M- missing a few. Exactly. This is episode 99, and you... Uh, believe the last episode before this is 91 and there's a sad reason for that unfortunately we've been recording these episodes regularly religiously you might say screenplay writing is devout is our religion religion. yeah but uh you also probably know if you're a avid listener that we've been working on a screenplay writing app for the past several months uh, diligently nathan learned how to code I took courses in UX design and also color theory, and we've been putting this screenplay writing app together, and it's always been sort of based on a couple of our favorite other apps and services online. We don't want to name which ones those are, but necessarily, because we didn't copy them. They were just inspired by other services, but unfortunately... Sort of based on a true app. Based on a true app, exactly. Um, but we did receive a cease and desist order from two apps. Yeah. Should we name them? We should, yeah. We, we, we're allowed to do that. Um, Google Docs. Yeah. And Yelp. Yeah. Google With Docs. Elements of and Yelp. the Stocks app. Yeah, the Stocks app sent us a letter saying it wasn't a formal cease and desist, but they were not happy, they said. And they underlined not happy with our app because it's too similar to the Stocks app. But I guess more importantly, the Google Docs people and the Yelp people did reach out their lawyers and said you must cease and desist your app, um, the Screenplay Writers app it was called. Um yeah, because it's too similar to Google Docs and Yelp. And we've been working so hard on this app. We we talked about could we go back and do it again and rework it so it's not similar to those two apps and we didn't even we couldn't even figure out exactly what they were talking about. So Yeah, and and to be honest, it's one of those things where it's like we wear influences on our sleeves. Yeah. You know, if someone has takes issue with that, takes umbrage with that, then so be it. Um, we'll comply and we won't move forward with the app, but it's a good app, and some would say it's even better than Yelp. Yeah, most people, even, that, most of our testers said that. 
And mm -hmm. if you're listening to this right now, you might have been one of our testers, and we really appreciate all of you who, who tested the app for us. There were dozens of dozens of you who reached out and volunteered to test it, and, and we really and, appreciate that. And to pay that. for it, full price. Pay full um, price to test it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a, since it was such a kind of like it spanned to so many different things, it was, it was a pricey app, so we really appreciate everyone paying full price yeah. to test it. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, just know that your money is is gone to a good place. Yeah, yeah. So to say we're disappointed would be understatement of the millennium. I would say um, we had prepared to launch this app. We thought it was going to help fund this podcast for the next several hundred episodes and and beyond. Um, but we're going to have to we took it down, and and as a result, episodes ninety two to ninety eight of this podcast we're discussing the app how it worked screen by screen how how it operated the mechanism the the the, the coding everything behind it all about this app but in a really interesting engaging way that everyone would find interesting but we had to take it down to the the letters from yelp and google docs um, both specified we had to remove those particular episodes only so we did that and we had to jump right ahead to this 199 so, and those episodes they were long they were they were long like usually these episodes clock into like 15 to 30 minutes and these were two hours plus each because it was a long process to go screen by screen and there's a lot yeah. of screens there's a dense app yeah screen-based app it was it was yeah. quite intense. So yeah, but but highly use good usability, and what's funny is that yes, those episodes were long, but we heard from listeners who did get a sneak preview of those episodes that they went by like that. They yeah. felt like a twenty-minute episode because they were because it, it happened to be you know I'm not trying to brag here, but the that the content was so engaging and interesting and we were, that people and we were actually passionate and interested for once. And that's what makes time fly: passion. So disappointing. We're 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 disappointed, and you could all you could almost say that it just added insult to injury uh, on top of what else happened last week, which was we got a call from our junior producer Jack, who had we had he had removed the junior from his name. We we had thought. He had told us he was no longer a junior. He was an intermediate producer. But we got a call from Jack and his dad saying that the funding had been pulled from our screenplays that Jack had promised us were greenlit. So those two screenplays that we thought were good to go were not. And we're definitely disappointed in that. It's been, we've been emotional wrecks over here at the Screenplay Writers. Yeah. And some would say if there's any, even any point to can continue on, but. Yeah, we, we don't know what to do. We had two, can you imagine having two screenplays greenlit and then your junior producer calls and says, Name Jack. Name Jack. Sorry, guys. Uh, no longer green lighting these ones. My bad. Clerical error, he said. Clerical error, which I get. Clerical it errors happen. To everybody. Yeah, yeah, but 
to greenlight two screenplays quickly. He said he had funding from independent means that he needed to park. So we had pitched him on two screenplays. I don't know where that money is parked now. No. Certainly not in our screenplays. No. The, he, him and his dad said did say they did still have some funding, but they couldn't park them in screenplays. So they were investigating their their other options for parking this money but what what do we have to offer we're screenplay writers that's what we do we we look for money to be parked in our screenplays exactly you know, we don't have what else can we can you know could we do with it so anyway yeah kind of a double downer double downer um on those two two fronts but we're burying our heads on the whiteboard and uh Kind of forcing through with our writing and our additional work, and that's why we're putting we're carrying on this episode ninety nine. Yep. And the topic of this one is appropriately enough endings, since yep. two of our passion projects related to screenplays have come to an end. Mm-hmm. We so we thought we'd talk about an important part of screenplay writing, which is writing the endings. Nathan, what? What's your approach when you are approaching endings in screenplays? I, ironically, it's actually to go to the beginning. Mm. Because right. oftentimes, what you want to resolve is actually at the beginning. And that's, mm. and that's why movies will have credits at the beginning and the end. Okay, yep. Typically. Bit of a full circle there. They sure. do that, yeah. So, so, so if like your character that. is... If it's morning time and they're getting a coffee on their way to work at the beginning, maybe it's morning time and they're getting a coffee on their way to work. Also at the, at end. the end, right. Yeah. I like that. So you look to the beginning to help resolve the ending. Yes. I like that a lot. And do you write the ending typically at the end or at the beginning or in the middle? When do you write, I write your ending? immediately after the beginning. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then sometimes we don't even write the middle pages because no, sometimes not it's necessary. Just the beginning, and then it kind of a, almost it's almost just really writing one scene and then putting it in the photocopier. Yeah, yeah, and just inserting uh, eighty blank pages. Um, TBD, yeah. the TBD pages we call them. Yeah, TBD. Yeah, with a watermark. Yeah, yeah, with a big draft on it on a horizontal um, to say it's TBD draft. You know, it's coming. Because those yep. middle sections almost implied. Once you have the beginning locked down and the ending locked down, usually you can sell that screenplay um, based on those. And people yep. don't even, what we've found is that in pitch sessions, people don't actually read those 80 middle. We call them the 80 middle, the TBD almost never. pages. They, ne they never do. Never. So why write them? Why spend the time if, you're not, if your screenplay is not getting green lit? Well, that happened to us, right? We that did, did we happen didn't. to us. We yes. never wrote the middle pages of no, those we didn't. last. We hadn't revealed that yet in public, but it's a good time to now. I don't even think Jack didn't even mention that when he when he red lit our our, our screenplays. He just said funding uh, can't be parked in in films, in screenplays. So, but he didn't even know that we didn't write them. I mean, that's kind of worked out great for us in some ways, but also still disappointing. And, in other ways, not so much. Yeah, yeah, it worked out well for us because we didn't waste our time on the TBD pages. 
yeah, if we had done that, then I would have been, I'd be really mad. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, so that's endings. That's how endings work. That's how you write them. Uh, you want to make them, them witty and memorable and, and, um, uh, resonant. Resonant? Yeah, resonant and, uh, relevant. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you really want to make them sing. You want to make them sing. That's how you write those. Should we yeah. do script surgery? Let's do it. Let's do script surgery, episode 99. Scalpel. Dialogue. Character development. Jokes. Plot points. Cliffhangers. Story. On script surgery, we, we take apart a screenplay piece by piece. Precision cuts. And do some surgery on it to bring it to a stage that would actually function as a as a screenplay. So today we are going to talk about appropriately Avengers Endgame. Speaking of endings. There you go. This one's been ripping it up at the box office. Ripping it up. It's it's the the final screenplay in a trilogy. Is this a trilogy? Yeah. The Avengers. I think so. It's hard to know because there's so many characters with so many different screenplays of their own and storylines and threads but i think as the avengers group it does get confusing for sure yeah so this one you know if you want to know how to go about ending uh, a series or a screenplay you know this is a good one to look at it uh what i like about this one is that it has a lot of characters yeah there's one thing i would i would mention about this one it's that it's character rich Mm-hmm. And when you're crafting endings, you obviously need to have an ending, a resolution to all the characters. You can't just leave some hanging, although that is a fun way to do things. Have a couple. So you can do either. Either is fine. Either is fine, and it's a bit of a hair's approach, which is different than a hair's rule. It's a hair's approach to have a couple characters. Where we just don't know what happens to them. We just stop mentioning them on page 75. Yep. So it's a mystery. And what that does is if the screenplay does really well, you can bring that character back in any way you want for for the sequel. Yep. We call that the sequel character. You want to have your sequel characters, your, your, your current characters, and your characters... Nothing characters. Characters that never come back, never do anything with them. Exactly. So so that's what Avengers Endgame does really well. It's got the sequel characters and the other characters. And most people get a resolution, but there's a couple in there who don't. We're not going to tell you which ones. You'll have to see the screenplay to tell you. Because I, we're not doing a spoiler alert on episode 99. Not doing a spoiler Absolutely alert. Absolutely not. No. So, so that's Avengers Endgame. Basically, bottom line, wouldn't change a word. Wouldn't no, change your work. No surgery needed. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do logline cage match. Logline cage match is where we pitch each other ideas, simulating a real life Hollywood pitch session. That's right. Give each other no holds barred feedback. No holds barred feedback, which is what we gave to Jack when he told us. Our screenplays were red lit 
when he canceled their screenplays. We gave him some no holds barred feedback. Let me tell you. Uh, oh, absolutely. Wasn't pretty. You should have heard Nathan um, go to town. Red in the face. Yeah. 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 There were no holds barred. It was some good feedback on what not to do. Um, basically, those screenplays should never have been greenlit in the first place. I mean, they should have because they were green lightable screenplays, but. They should have been made, is what we're saying. They should have been made. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so today I have a. A log line to present. It's called the Genius Teacher. A normal elementary school teacher is working away at Middleston Elementary when it becomes clear that this is no ordinary teacher. The teacher knows every answer to the arithmetic questions and the English questions and the science questions that the students are dealing with on their tests. And it becomes clear that this is no ordinary elementary school teacher. It's a genius teacher. That's it. It's called the genius teacher. This teacher knows every answer before looking in the back of the textbook. Uh, they can almost just glance at a, a math problem, spend five seconds looking at it, maybe, maybe tally up some numbers, and they know the answer. Same with science. They know what the universe is made of, the most common elements, um, what wow. happens when oil and water are mixed, these type of things. And uh, it's a genius teacher, and the students are like, this teacher is a genius. They always remember this teacher as knowing science, math, some English. Uh, and that's, that's the story. Wow, that's really cool. I mean, I, uh, I wouldn't get your hopes up, though, for this ever to be made. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think, I think we've come to a point where our hopes have kind of been dashed. But the whole screenwriting process, I don't know. Our hopes have been jacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess that ends this episode. I guess, yeah, let's end on that note. Endings, uh, episode 99 coming to a close. We'll see you again in seven, as always. If you feel like it, keep your dialogue snappy. And if you're in the mood, always keep writing. Oh,